Welcome to the Sent and Bent podcast. Today we have Clinton on the show and he has successfully turned restoring and building his own trucks into his full-time job. We also go over Will and I's crazy experience on the Rubicon last time we were there, which we've never told before. And we pitch Clinton our idea for the next thing we want to do on the Rubicon because none of the other guys want to do it. It's such a bad idea. And that's what we're going to talk about today on the Sent and Bent podcast. Here it is. Wow. It's like I'm going into a different dimension. Yeah, it's strange. The podcast dimension. I am in the podcast now. It's just a bummer that we only have two because I could also be in the podcast. You're kind of moved, man. <laughs> I do feel kind of naked. It's like, you know, when you're driving up to the ski resort and you just know you're forgetting something, yeah. you open up the back of your hatch and you're like, my snowboard boots aren't here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what podcasting without headphones feels like. Yeah. Podcasting, I've never done it, but podcasting with headphones just puts you in this mental space. You put them on and you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm ready to talk about things that are important and tell the people what they need now. You're going to so, talk about something important today? <laughs> well, I mean, I am on my tea grind right now. Last podcast, it was coffee, so I figured I'd switch it up. Found an herbal blend in one of the cabinets in Ethan's house and now we're here. So you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> okay. Well, today we have Clinton from dirt garage on the podcast, which is really exciting because you are like the first guest appearance on our YouTube channel ever. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. But when you, when you got the, the transmission for the Tacoma. Oh, that was even before I, <laughs> I thought the first one was when we went to the kook with the nah, Cindy. But. Nah, dude, I, I think like when I reached out to you guys, like you, like, uh, you guys that didn't have much more than like 30,000 subscribers, I don't think. <laughs> Day one <laughs> like, right here. Actually, because yeah. Um, yeah, the Tacoma was so early in, in, in grind hard. Yeah. <laughs> we need... To tell Will the story of the Tacoma because he wasn't here. Is it true that you guys slapped in a used clutch? That is grind hard style right there. Like a used crusty clutch, you just put yes. it in. So when oh no, so we should probably tell the whole story. But yeah, they, I, the 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 Tacoma when they got it, it had a bad auto transmission. I think like what didn't work, like it would go into drive, but it only had like first gear or something. I don't remember. Mm. Did that it truck flip at some point? It didn't have reverse. Let me regale the memories <laughs> is that what it's called like charging your brain regale is probably not the word you're looking for <laughs> all right uh, i remember now okay so this guy was driving on the highway in the tacoma mm. and it was nice it was not crunchy deer showed up you know how like teenage drivers just give it the good old yoink to not hit the deer and yeah, then tumble go, down the highway? They go like this and then they correct and then they... Yep, that's what happened. And so, bam, 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 bam. The driver was okay, yep. which is cool. Um, but it was close to my parents' property and he just left it there. Really? Yep. Huh? He just left it where it crashed? Yeah, and then I think he huh? joined a fishing boat in Florida. What? <laughs> <laughs> he just had a different life choice after <laughs> yoinking the deer. It will do it. You he, could become a changed person in a matter of seconds. 
in a Crazy. decent car crash. Yeah. yeah. And that was like right after too. I don't wow. know if that had to do with his decision making or if he just got a job to make yeah. good money. Cause you make pretty good money on those fishing boats. Now we so didn't care now, about the truck. Was it a real deer or was it one of those? I swerved to avoid a deer. <laughs> you know, all oh, like the heron and the Bugatti story. <laughs> like what? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, you guys heron? don't know the heron and the Bugatti story? No. Like the Bugatti, the car. Yeah, the first Bugatti that like got total like banned. Like it was the flooded Bugatti. You don't know that Bugatti? No. Huh? Dude, what is this? What happened? Real? What okay. Happened? So like in the car community and like every YouTube channel that restores broken cars, like there's all these channels that take like on fire Hellcats and then they restore them to like next level Hellcats again. Yeah. So it's like a legend in this channel community. There was a Bugatti and a dude who was in debt who owned one and he was driving down the road trying to commit some insurance fraud. And uh. his idea was to say, to drive into a lake at full speed and to say, you know, I think it was a saltwater pond or something, you know, I don't know if they what? make those, but <laughs> it was a damaging kind of water. It wasn't like normal water. It was like damaging water. And he was just going to drive into it and tell the insurance that a heron flew over his car <laughs> and distracted him. But... Luckily for him, there was some kids filming him in like a Subaru. <laughs> and so when he told the insurance company that, they reached out to the Subaru owners and they're like, hey, is this real? And they showed him the video and there was no heron. <laughs> and so he ended up like oh. owing them like a ton of money and going to jail for insurance fraud. And then that Bugatti went on the market for like $500,000 or like $300,000, which uh -huh. is like the cheapest Bugatti uh -huh. in the whole world. And all these channels wanted to buy it and oh, fix it. Yeah. So it's like a famous story. So yeah. when Clinton was like a deer. Yeah, that's what oh, I mean. I, I, know, I know people who have said, yeah. oh, yeah, I swerved to avoid a deer because they don't want to tell their oh, parents that they yeah, read off their truck or, because they're just drifting and being an yeah. idiot. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, no, there was a deer. Yeah. Like, I've, <laughs> I've got a buddy um, who hydrolocked his F-150 once. And, he, oh. and he, he actually, he went through a river. But according to insurance, he collided with a puddle, and they they covered it. They covered wow. it. They'll believe anything. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> he said he went through a puddle, and the, on the insurance, it was collided with a puddle, oh, so that, that it happened. was a collision, that even happened. though he straight up drove through a river. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, in this case, it definitely could have been that. I could have seen that. But it just sat there forever because he joined a fishing boat, in Florida and was actually making pretty good money and just didn't care. Mm -hmm. And a car like that, you know, in the crunch state of the crunchy taco that we got it in, like, I mean, there's some value in like the motor and the parts. You and just whatever. have, you'd have to replace but the, the body is. Yeah. You couldn't fix it. You yeah. just have to basically part it out at that. Yeah. Point, and uh, the say. frame was like gone in it. it oh, was you wouldn't believe we'll get there. You <laughs> would Those frames not are big. Believe. <laughs> so what happened is, I was just up there and I was like, oh, this is like, we could turn this into something, you know? So Ethan and I went with his trailer and he was looking at it and he was like, have you tried to start it? And I was like, well, we don't have the keys. And so Ethan starts crafting. He's like doing the wires and jamming yeah. in the screwdriver and he hot wires that puppy. Just first little putts on the screwdriver turn 
cranks right over True drove it onto the trailer. <laughs> nice. And then, yeah, there was, because we took it off the trailer and got it into the garage, but it, like, wasn't, like, working, working, the, the mm. transmission issues. I don't know what it was, but that must have been when you reached out. Yeah, it for sure. It didn't have reverse, I think, for sure, because you guys kept having to push it out of the shop backwards. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty nice. sure it was missing a couple forward gears, too. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was like kind of and then it would go. I knew um, a buddy of mine had a manual transmission and literally everything to do a manual swap in it mm-hmm. because it was an auto tragic at the time. So, yeah, yeah I reached tragic. out and said, hey, it's super tragic at the time. Yeah, tragic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I, I know of this yeah, tranny. Do you guys want it? And it was, yeah, literally everything there, including clutch and including used clutch yeah. <laughs> yeah. and 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 i told i told you guys specifically that this clutch is like pretty worn out you should replace it and uh turns out they didn't <laughs> that is true grind hard style <laughs> i have never seen a grind hard project use like a new piece that like needs to be there yeah. never that's never. ethan's style man yeah ethan's style if ethan's looking at it and it's got a little feather of clutch left he's like might as well send it. The thing it. about Ethan is he knows everything's boundaries. Like, <laughs> if I tried to do that, of course it's not going to work. Like, the clutch is just going to be done. But Ethan knows that if there's, like, this much left, then it will last for, like, half a year. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. I can't believe some of this stuff works. And it still has that clutch in it. And Ethan and I, last year, I think, took it into the deepest snow I've ever been in <laughs> in my life. And just roasted the clutch like yang 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 ring 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 for like hours. That's a really good point. We haven't changed that. Nope. It's the same clutch. And the condition nice. was not nice. Yeah. And that truck's been to Moab twice too, I think, right? Same <laughs> With clutch. Amateur off-road drivers have <laughs> yeah, you. Just riding the clutch like crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I know anything about driving an off-road vehicle in that way? No, no, but did I? So not yes. only that, like it, it's got, it's got 37s, right? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And it's stock gearing. So yeah, you don't have any reduction gears that help you turn the tire. So you're literally forced to come to, to ride the clutch and wear it out while you're trying to crawl up rocks. Yeah. Or smash through the snow or do whatever you want to do. But somehow it. it's so bad, but somehow it's so good. I know. I love what it does. Though. It's pretty awesome <laughs> when yeah. it works right now. There's something mysterious with the steering it, happening. It it needs it needs a solid axle. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Well, yeah. I'm learning about that right now. So maybe yeah, I you can are. Maybe you can craft it. One of these days, we do really need to bring it bring it back to life. Yeah. I know yeah. for a while we were talking on Facebook pretty seriously about yeah. putting a junkyard turbo in there. Yeah, it'd be sweet. Which I, I think we so should sick. do. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, right now, yeah, I think it's steering that's bad in it right now, right? Yeah. So. This the steering like actually somehow doesn't work, and I've never seen steering. But if we did solid axle and turbo in the same video. I don't know if it's a good idea to do turbo before you can't steer the thing. But (laughs) But I think the rule of science is like if you go faster, steering is easier, right? So like if we're going faster, then we should be able to steer it a little better than right now. I like this logic. I don't think it works. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going faster, steering's easier. Mm-hmm. In a boat. Oh, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was awesome having your help with that. And then just having 
you bring everything that we needed. You even had like bolts. Dude, I did that like three times. Yeah, like you, the amount of times the front diff has blown up in that, and I just found another one and brought it up to you guys, and we yeah. put it put it in. Like literally, I think, I think we replaced three front diffs in it. You know, people with just mountains of taco parts. Yeah, and I'm I'm also one of those people that just have an outrageous <laughs> amount of parts because I, I don't want to get rid of them because somebody might need them. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That it. I it's feel only that. logical. Yeah, yeah. I feel that for real. Mm-hmm. One of the best days. So sad that the kook doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, that was the, the, the coolest mud bugs. Yeah. I'm so bummed that I didn't get to see that. It sounds like the coolest event ever. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's a big old redneck festival, man. Yeah, in Canada. <laughs> in Canada. Can you believe that they have rednecks in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> they have different stop signs in Canada, but they have rednecks. That's amazing. <laughs> well, it's only. He only lives two hours away, yeah, man. Exactly. I you know, guys, but it's you, different. You guys, there. you guys are an hour fr- like from the border, <laughs> and I'm an hour north of the border. How different? <laughs> Have you been there? Yeah, they picked up a tranny from me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you I don't know, know what I'm talking seem that about. Different. You to cross me. the border, and all of a sudden, the Seven Elevens are way nicer, <laughs> and like the roads are super nice. Yeah. And yeah that's. A, I there's feel like, like princes and kings everywhere, I and you're f- like. What's going on? <laughs> I feel like coming into the States and all of a sudden you guys don't have shoulders on your yeah. roads anymore. Or <laughs> like a lot of safety features on our Canadian yeah. roads don't seem to exist here. Huh. <laughs> you know, now that you mention it, I do feel safe on Canadian yeah. roads. Or like your signs are made out of like have wood posts in them instead of steel. I, I, I see that a lot here too. Oh, your signs are all steel? Yeah. Like are stop signs and everything. Longer? So they kill you faster. <laughs> yeah, so they can. I don't know, dude. I'd rather hit a sign that folds over than a wood I, I, I just, yeah, I'd assumed it's because they don't rot or oh. so they're tougher. Uh, yeah. the snow plows. It seems like, like a more long term <laughs> yeah. solution. But <laughs> we went to Canada for the first time for this rave thing. Yeah. And he was talking about how the queen is on your money. Mm-hmm. And we were dumbfounded as to why that is. Because, she's important. Yeah, she's the queen. Because yeah, still, like, like what does it have are, to do with Canada? We are independent of them, obviously, but, uh-huh. but Canadian and American views are kind of different on that whole, um, I guess, royalty thing. You guys were like super early to get your independence and proud of it, whereas yeah. Canada was always kind of uh, still kind of attached mm. to, to to the royalty, if that makes sense. Like mm. we we still kind of depend on on depend on them, uh, not really like anymore. You're but like, kind of part of the Commonwealth. Yeah, is that what it's it, called? It, that's what I mean. We didn't actually separate to like the 80s, I think. Until oh. Canada was completely independent. Oh, so you're not part of anything anymore? Uh, no, like Canada's Canada. I'm pretty sure. Really? So you don't have. They're not helping you with these fancy road shoulders. No, no. I, oh I, I no, I, I don't believe that. It's oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> I wish America had held on to that piece a little bit more because maybe we looked like a little like a little bit more maybe you nice. would, maybe you'd have been forced to to go away from the freedom units so oh yeah and think back That's in true. time Will. <laughs> think about when we got our independence and what happened and what it all where it all started was exactly the opposite of that oh <laughs> we wanted nicer roads <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. Did you miss that part of school, the Revolutionary War? Yeah, I listened to it a little bit. You listened to it? Like yeah, on a podcast? No, and they're telling me about oh, it. You like the Boston have, Tea Party? Yeah, I have knowledge about it, but like... Come on, man. Like, we could have had, like, nice 7-Elevens by now. <laughs> we just held on to a little longer. I'm not saying stayed, but, like, oh, I see our what dollars you're might smell like maple syrup and our 7-Elevens <laughs> might be a little better than that. I, I don't know if there's a direct connection between our 7-Elevens and the Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it? But because I know that your Harbor Freight is called Canadian Tire or Princess Auto. Oh, Princess, Princess Auto. Auto. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. nice. So, like, if you have different Harbor Freights... Yeah, but Canadian Tire is like it, it, it's kind of got it's kind of like a grocery store too in some spots and like that sounds amazing. So you can get a, like a nice like, screwdriver set for yeah. five bucks and yeah. a taco, yeah, and a welder and like yeah, whatever. Really? Yeah, and you can get groceries. You can get your yeah. milk. Yeah, yeah, and your toilet paper and your That's whatever nice. you need, man. Wow. Yeah. Not all of them, but yeah. Wow, that sounds really nice. That's really it is, nice. but like. Harbor Freight does have more like tools. I will say yeah. that. Like, oh. Is your screwdriver different? <laughs> a little bit, maybe. They have like okay. something yes. different. So really, at, at, yeah. e at Ethan's birthday party, I was mentioning something about needing a Robertson screwdriver bit or something. Yeah, and these guys were confused. Yeah, it's confusing. What the heck is this Robertson? It's yeah. a square drive. <laughs> oh, it's a square drive screwdriver, but it has a name <laughs> of a man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what about a Phillips? Okay, that's the name that's of fair. a man too. Yeah. Well, where did that come from? <laughs> well, you should make a, a man. screwdriver. Oh. <laughs> I would assume the Robertson oh. came from a man too. Okay. The guy that invented it. <laughs> you should name your kid Flathead. <laughs> oh, could you imagine my kid? Yeah, Flathead. Oh, okay. So I'm. I have a kid now. So. <laughs> If you do. Oh, if I do. Flathead Willie. Flathead <laughs> Willie. I like that. Or you could change your middle name to Flathead. I'd probably name him Doug after my favorite tool at Grindhard, Aga Dugga. Aga Dugga. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, wow. I think of the dog in Up. Huh? His name was Doug? I am Doug. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. Do you think that would be possible to do? A voice thing for a dog? No. Oh. Fly a house up with balloons, dude. <laughs> what? what do you think I was talking about? <laughs> well, the voice <laughs> for the dog. Because, like, it would be super easy to do. Because already they can do it with, like, the neural net stuff. Like, yeah. you can think words and it'll the computer will say it. Yeah. So, if you figure out what a dog can understand and study its brain, then yeah. you could just make a computer say what the dog's thinking, which is probably food. Food. Yeah. I think I'd be more into the lifting a house with balloons. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That could be a good idea. Well, Red Bull no. did it with a person into the stratosphere. They did. A it, person barely weighs less than a house. Yeah. That's good math. Not that much. <laughs> but if you just Maybe use, you just cheat and use a porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense that you just use more balloons. Use like more if balloons. that man with all of his space equipment weighed like 350. Yeah. yeah. Then and he was in some kind of canister that oh, had yeah, to have was. some weight to oh, it. Oh, was that the dude who yeah feeling something off yeah. of the yeah. balloon platform? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumps from the stratosphere. So, like, if you make a house out of light stuff, why not? I mean, all you need is more balloons. 
Yeah. You could lift anything if you have more balloons. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Like you think this house stuff. is probably pretty heavy because this table. Let oh me my tell gosh! You. Let me tell you. It's pretty. Intense. You would not believe. Oh, I was meaning to ask you, Clinton. Okay, how heavy is your truck? Five thousand six hundred pounds. Five thousand. Does that change the gas mileage a lot? No. So um, with the forties and the five thirteen gears in it, with mm-hmm. the manual transmission, I get identical. Mileage than that. How? So I don't even get it either. I don't understand. I honestly, Is it a manual or automatic? It's, it's manual, six speed. Yeah. And you have the roof tent and it's a Tacoma. Yeah. And it still gets the same. It's mileage. Exactly the same. Yeah. I, I don't understand. But huh? yeah, I, I get 500 kilometers That's to a tank. Are you trusting your dash or are you like. No, that is like straight up uh, measured from. Uh, so at the my, my dash is in Freedom Units. It's an American truck. Oh, <laughs> nice so, units, man. <laughs> so, um, no, that's just straight up uh, just paying attention how far I've driven on the highway between fuel ups. And yeah, I got over 500 and I was blown away because that's exactly what he got stock. Wow. That, so you just go from empty to empty? Yeah. And then you're like, oh. yeah, I, do. I do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> I go from empty to empty in my car. Yeah. E to E. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the, the gear ratio that I chose for it with the manual transmission made a huge difference. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I bet with an automatic, you would know. Yeah. And nice I mean, I, I, if you think about it, like, I don't know if this is a real thing, but like if it, uh, the, the tires are big, they're 40 inch tires. Right. Mm-hmm. So one rotation of the 40 is like three rotations of an average car size tire too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know if that as long as you helps. get the, gearing, like the right. gear ratios, right. Yeah. Like if the, if the engine's not working any harder, and the tires are covering more distance. Might actually help. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, either way, I've seemed to have nailed it. And that it wasn't sense. entirely intentional. <laughs> we were chatting before the podcast, and I didn't know. Like, I knew that you were good at filming and stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that you went to film school. I did. What? You went to film school? <laughs> I, I did. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is that like? Like, is it like uh, you film fake films at yeah, school or do you film, film like real films and have there's people a, like a lot guide of, you like how does that work there's a lot of like class work which i'm not a big fan of oh like in the reading a book about reading how to a make book a movie on like yeah like composition and like proper lighting and visual storytelling like i've got a whole bunch of textbooks oh, of like all i should have read really that book. can you see how bad the light is <laughs> 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 like i got textbooks on textbooks of this stuff and uh-huh. like None of it stuck. I'm more of a, like, just learning by doing. <laughs> like, and I feel mm-hmm. like I've gotten way more value, way more knowledge from just, even just doing YouTube stuff. Yeah. I know way more about. YouTube uh, make, is the best it school. Is. It is. It, it's awesome. And, yeah. like, <laughs> like, out of everyone in my film class, I am one of the only ones that's still doing something somewhat in film. Really? Yeah. <laughs> out of how many people? Oh I think there was about 16. Wow. That, wow. That is a lot of people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, that's. Do you uh, find that it helps you with YouTube? At no, all? not even a little bit, man. Oh. I'd like, I honestly wouldn't recommend film school to like anybody. Oh, like that's good. It's to not know. like it's not like you. They 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 set you up at, like with a job after. Like what gets you a job in the film industry is your work. Yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can have good work doing stuff like just not through film school. I mean, sure, you can make great like student films in film yeah. school. That might help. Yeah, but but they don't really uh, have any resources yeah. to get you. And, and I have a friend who went to like a bigger film school. Yeah, like thousands of people, 
and he did have like a network. So like he okay. came out of it with friends yeah. and then his friend got hired on a TV show. Yeah. So he got hired doing lights on the same TV yeah. show because the cast call person and, asks people. Yeah. Like I think the network of it, but that same student, I was making music videos for my friends at the same time yeah. and borrowing the cameras from the film school under his account. <laughs> and I really think that I was learning more about the actual filming and editing process because I was doing it but I don't think everyone's as hands-on as a learner. I, I learned pretty quick that I don't actually want to be like in the film industry either, because like, it's not a crazy good like lifestyle or like one, I'd had to move away from like where I live now, which isn't where I went to film school. I went to film school in Kelowna. Um, but I wanted to move back to Cranbrook cause this is where I love to be. And there's, very rarely is there a production that comes into our area. So, yeah. and even then, even if I moved to like Vancouver or somewhere else in uh, Canada that actually has an active film industry, like you're working crazy hours for like months straight. And then you're essentially unemployed until the next production comes around oh. and you might get hired. Right. So yeah, it didn't, that's it, it didn't seem like an, an industry I wanted to be in. Like, yeah. So, I, so I went from there and then uh, did like weddings and, uh, business commercials and stuff like that just through my own like company. Yeah. But. And then when did you start your YouTube channel now? Uh, 2016. Nice. Wow. Yeah. You've been doing that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I've been doing like weekly videos since like 2017. Wow. And then what <laughs> year did it become the uh, only thing you did for work? COVID kind of forced that for me. Oh, cause um, you're working all for the, the dealership. All before? of the wet. No, I, 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 I left the dealership to, to do, uh, Penner Digital, which is my production company, like for weddings and stuff. Mm -hmm. But through COVID, all of the weddings got canceled that I had booked. Yeah, oh. um, nobody had marketing budgets to hire me to make commercials for their businesses and stuff. Mm -hmm. And YouTube was my only revenue stream. Oh, you so just you doubled down. So double I, down. I doubled down on it and was like, "Okay, hey, I want to make this work. Like, this is the <laughs> only you had to make. <laughs> yeah, it work. this is the, my only revenue stream. Yeah. So I need to start making some changes. I need to start making this like actually work for me. And I, it's pretty well worked out. Nice. What do you think were the changes that helped the most make that transition? Finding alternate uh, ways of monetization, like through affiliate links or going out of my way to find sponsorships and stuff for the channel is really what I had to change to make it profitable. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Cause off ad revenue alone, I wasn't making almost like very much that at that point. And that's the thing too, with other things that say, a gaming channel commentary channel yeah there's a lot of channels it's definitely hard it's definitely a grind but at the end of the day any adsense revenue is pretty much profit yeah, outside yeah. of your camera especially if you're editing it yourself yeah but with what we do and what you do it's yeah. like you got to buy some Giant. big expensive part for your truck to even uh, dude, start yeah every <laughs> single video is expensive like it's minimum it's a tank of gas to go out like four-wheeling yeah, and yeah. then you gotta hope that you don't break something because then you're spending more money. Yeah, <laughs> but if I'm out in the shop, like I'm buying parts constantly, mm. every single video. Otherwise, yeah. I don't have content. <laughs> yeah, it's really so it's, expensive. It's, it's, it's a, hard to keep up with. Yeah, it's it's a tricky niche, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a yeah, it's fun, but <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a balancing on something sharp and thin. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like if you go off on this side. You don't have enough to make another piece of content. Yeah. It's like you need just enough to just like keep it going. And the trick is to like try to keep your overhead as low as possible. Which is kind of hard to do. 
I mean, for me, it's not that bad. I'm just me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, mm-hmm. but I'd still have to buy parts, but like yeah. I've gotten into a habit of like, like Ethan, where you just start looking, Oh, well, I can probably build that part. Yeah. <laughs> Ethan builds everything. Right? Even if it's like something you could just get at the like, store for like, a dollar. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing a, the three link on the front of my truck right now. And instead of like buying a kit to do it, I'm just doing it all myself because Hey, I want to learn because it, it, it's actually fun. Mm-hmm. What's <laughs> and, the difference because right now I'm not to cut you off, but it's a question I do have. I hear like yep. three link, four link, all this yeah. stuff. What's the difference between three link and four link? Like, um, are you talking per side or no? Like- it's just, so in my Tacoma, there's two lower links and then there's one upper. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So oh. you don't actually need two upper links because all it's Why doing do is people- stopping the axle from doing this. Oh, so you only need that one point to hold the axle there. Oh, okay. Um, now, you do with three link because you can't triangulate it, double triangulate it. Mm-hmm. Wait, so the re- four link, the top link is to not make the axle move horizontally. On three link or four link, the upper links are for, yeah, so the axle can't roll. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> I was just, just clearing that one link. Yeah, instead of two because you don't need it. So it's simple. Yes. But uh, there's not, if it's not triangulated, like double triangulated, there's nothing stopping the axle from walking back and forth. So oh. you actually need a panhard bar that oh, connects okay. from the frame. So you still have to have, you still have to have, you technically a lot, in a lot of cases, you still need a, a panhard bar for a four link too. Like mm. Jeeps that are stock have a panhard bar with four link. Oh, okay. <laughs> and like nice. in your guys's case, you might end up wanting one. Cause you need a lot of triangulation. I was just asking <laughs> questions because we're, we're planning at least going a hundred miles. And I know you think our axle might be a little suspicious because I did some things. To it. Uh, Will's really on a learning of suspension phase. So any yeah. knowledge you have, Dude, for I'm, him, like he's I'm in the exact same phase right now over the last like couple of months working on my truck because, um, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got an arc droid. So I have to learn, uh, like, CAD, mm-hmm. which which has been fun, but um, it's yeah, it's a whole new skill set. But I have to teach myself like all these rules and how to make a truck ride properly with all these random measurements and angles and whatever else, so that yeah, you know it's not going to like death wobble down the road. Yeah, it's not really like a try this. If it doesn't work, try something else. Because yeah, if, if, like, if it doesn't you can work, die. Yeah, <laughs> and it's very like, and it's easy to screw up. There's so many yeah. rules. That there's you need rules. To I was just gonna say, like yeah. suspension. There's so many rules, and that's why yeah. it's so interesting to me. Yeah, because with everything else that I do, there is no rules. Yeah, there's there's yeah. rules, it's and then easy. you can't like 100% stick in the rules. So there is some compromises, but yeah. you can only compromise so much. And yeah. in every vehicle, it's different whether you're compromising yeah. in this spot or this spot. And then the Chang Lee is quite it's a vehicle. Crucial that the suspension <laughs> functions as it should, <laughs> because if it functions <clears throat> like a banana, we are not going a hundred okay. miles. No, I was looking at that thing in the shop, and uh-huh. like when we were here for Ethan's birthday party, it blows my mind how we had four people crammed in that thing, going mock <laughs> chicken through the bush, <laughs> and like how it's still not broken in half because that thing is essentially made out of like scrap angle iron and like, Isn't yeah, it amazing? super thin square, amazing. square tube. That's like, why we love it. I can't believe it's not broken. <laughs> and all the suspension stuff is like tacked on the frame. It's yeah. not even like fully welded yeah. on it. It yeah. is truly a Christmas miracle that that thing exists at any capacity given yeah. what we've done to yeah, it. Yeah, it is mind-boggling. It's the cheapest new car you can buy yep. in the world. Mm-hmm. 
and we've trundled through the woods at mock chicken. Uh, literally literally mock chicken with that. four guys in I it. I haven't heard mock chicken before. No. No, that's, that's amazing. I like it though. <laughs> the Chang Lee does mock, go mock chicken. Mock chicken, mock Jesus, whatever you want to wow. use. Wow. <laughs> mock chicken. Yeah, that's about the speed that it uh, it is a capable. Can we put a chicken sticker on it that says like the mock E logo yeah, for Ford? Mock chicken. Mock chicken. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It is not a comfortable vehicle to be going mock chicken through the woods. I wouldn't bake to death. It's got the suspension nice. travel of plywood. It's a oh. free chiropractic <laughs> visit. Yeah. No, you <laughs> need a chiropractic visit after riding in the thing. Uh, well, and I do have Your an interesting way of so compressed. looking at the world. <laughs> I can't wait till you see the 100-mile <laughs> challenge, Clinton. It's like... Uh. You will not believe the places yeah. we went. With this I thing. feel like we've just been hyping it up on the podcast yeah. and then our upload schedule just keeps pushing it uh, back, pushing it back. It's, it's going to be hyped for like three months before yeah. anyone actually sees the hundred mile challenge. Uh, oh, if, if you need a recovery rig, let me know. Nine. <laughs> yeah. We probably will because we're going way more extreme this time. Yeah. We have an idea. Do you? Yes. Okay. Chang Lee. So I didn't realize that with, the way that the four link is, you had to put on bigger tires. Yeah. You said. Or the, the link separation, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the link separation has to be 25% of the tire size, of the tire, yeah. Where do you learn these tidbits? That's nice. See, I don't even know where you would Apparently on the Scent and Bent podcast. I learned it from the internet. Wow. What did one day you just wake up and you're like, what the <laughs> devil? Yeah. Where did all and this information just, come like, from? had to find this information. <laughs> yeah. what? Think of the Matrix scene where like Neo is like, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. Like <laughs> you just got plugged, plugged into in the Matrix. The custom four links. 25% of this. <laughs> you're just like. Could you imagine if that was a thing? How quickly you could learn yeah, new that'd skills? That'd be amazing. It'd be so cool. I'd love cool. to plug in and learn. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think you'd see way more diversity in vehicles. Mm -hmm. where it's like okay four link is obviously the thing to do yeah what about all these weird jank things that people have tried before that worked just never got mainstream attention like the rotary engine or like when ethan was making the monster chopper i was like are there any front swing arm bikes and he like showed me three yeah and i was like what how have i never seen one of these before it's a good idea low center of gravity why not mm -hmm. I don't know. Forks are cheaper and easier to manufacture, <laughs> well, I yeah. reckon. But <laughs> <laughs> you also you haven't ridden one. We don't know if it is necessarily a good idea. It, 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 it we're gonna awesome. know. <laughs> we're gonna know fast. That bike is gonna be insane. It yeah. is. Like it, we're gonna be able it, to go places some people uh, might not be able to you're, walk. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're gonna be able to go some places. Yeah. But what we were thinking, <laughs> because Will and I have been having these ideas. Uh -oh. that the other guys think we shouldn't do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what I was thinking, since you're very responsible. Okay. Okay. Yep. There's okay. actually three premium things. Yep. Okay. You're a very good filmer. Thank you. You also know how to fly a drone well. I do. And you have a truck that could save us on the Rubicon. Yeah, I can. <laughs> so what we were thinking is, yeah, this you want to tell them. You want to tell them what is going on the Rubicon. Two what things. if the Chang Lee <laughs> went on the Rubicon? Okay, well, 
I don't think. Um, don't tell Ethan yet. I don't think. Do you know what motor I, we're I putting in? I don't yet? think four wheel drive is optional at that point. I think four wheel oh, drive yeah. will no, be we're in doing Oh no, four wheel drive. But do you know what motors we're putting in it? No, I don't. Two eighty horsepower electric motors. It'll be like four hundred foot pounds of torque. I don't plus. know if you'll have the range. The well, there'll be a lot of camping and charging. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean the Rubicon is like what a four day journey as is. Four what? days. I didn't remember it being four. Well, that's you, we guys did three you guys miles. only did the first little <laughs> tiny bit. Yeah, the Rubicon is huge, dude. But, oh, and man. like you barely got a teaser of what the Rubicon actually is when you guys did it. Do you think that it's possible that we could circumnavigate the Rubicon in the Changli with a winch? Yeah, with a yes. winch. With a winch. With a winch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And a really good skid plate slash rock slider situation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because there are some big old clobbers on there, dude. Like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> I don't think. Very large rocks. I don't think the 26 inch tires are going to be good enough. Oh, you think we well, need a little bigger, right? I think you need like 31s at least. We yeah. don't want it to be easy. I was thinking dude, 31s. Um, Dirt Every Day did a video um, where they went over the Rubicon and they went with like stock vehicles, like a stock square body and a stock A stock Jeep. square body? Yeah. Dude? Well, then but, Chang okay. Lee could it, do it. it. did it, but it didn't do it gracefully. But what I'm saying is, like, they had, he had, I think Dave had, like, 33s on there or something. You need to ask him. Yeah, we'll ask him tomorrow. Yeah. You uh, think we could fit maybe some 31s on the train? I, I would I would aim for 31s on that, personally. I didn't even know that was 31s an on the Changli. <laughs> do you think out? that little axle will hold up to the 31 abuse? You'll find out. And how tall is the Chang Lee? Also, like, worst case, I would honestly throw Toyota axles under it instead of the ones you have. <laughs> oh, Toyota <laughs> axles. And do you think uh, that it would be worth us reconsidering and using some small gas engine? I would definitely do a small gas engine. For a long trip like that, I don't think EV is the answer. I know. And it'll it's make just, almost it like changes we need the, the heart and soul of the not chain really no, for the better. It will be better. Like it what will. engine would you put in it if you wanted to do the Rubicon without dying a hundred percent certainty? Like eighty percent, I'm happy with. What motor would I put in it? Yeah, yeah. What fits in it? <laughs> Whatever. Well, like a Predator 212. So, or more like a CBR 1000 double R yeah, that's twin what I, turbocharged engine. That's what we were thinking. That's almost what I'm thinking. But then what does that clutch look like after going up and down yeah. rocks for four days? Like you would think maybe like a Suzuki something like backwards. <laughs> huh. Or maybe like there's a small little form factor. Engine. Wow. Little dirt bike, the trick I is to try to get it four yeah. by four. Well, there's two parts oh, yeah. to this idea. So while we're there, Will and I have another dream. With, yeah, with we the have Rubicon. two dreams. Okay. You, uh, you familiar with the best motorcycle ever made? The Honda Grom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar. It's a very <laughs> low to the ground, tiny kind of yeah. meme bike mm -hmm. in the street bike community. Yeah, they're like... The most modified bike ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're very small and very much meant for casual commutes on yeah. the street. Yeah. Two stock Honda Groms. Will and I do the entire Rubicon on stock Honda Groms. Do you think that's possible? 
Do people well, do it on motorcycles? Yeah. Uh-huh. There were so many motorcycles when we were there, the camera crew kept having to wait for them to pass because they wanted to make it look like we're the only ones there. That seems right. Seems yeah. about right. Yeah. Yeah. On a dirt bike, though, it's actually kind of easy. Like, well, it's not like this. You've got actual know. suspension travel and big tires on an actual dirt bike. Yeah. No, yeah. on a Condegrom, we're going to have to carry most of it. Like, I'm going to bring straps so I can strap it to my back. Like, there's this that section. Sounds, that sounds <laughs> It sounds like once again, Dirt Every Day did an episode similar to that, but they had the little Coleman bikes, and they, huh? they this they, idea they did, has been they did done. The Coleman bikes. It on wasn't the, on the Rubicon, oh. but they did an overlanding trip, like where they, they strapped all of their camping gear, all their cooking gear, everything to these little Coleman bikes, and did like a multi-day trip. I would say, why does everyone steal our ideas? But in reality, that was first. <laughs> uh, everyone's already done the things that I think of. But they have not done Groms on the Rubicon, man. No, the Rubicon is another level. Yeah, it's yeah. another level. Dude, you, like, you know, you were there. <laughs> and Clinton did, on the podcast, publicly say that we could do the Rubicon on Haunted Groms. So we do have that stamp yeah. of approval. If did you I think actually come. say it can be done? I'm pretty sure yeah, he did. Like, I think he asked and you yeah. didn't say no. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Okay, well, it's also a motorcycle, whereas in case you can push it up things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just... Get up and move it. Yeah, I it can would, be done. I'll, 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 I'll put my yeah. stuff on that. I would consider, if you look at a picture of a Honda Grom, we'll put yeah. one on screen now, uh -huh. the exhaust goes yoink right, right underneath under. the engine with no protection. I would consider a- Taking the exhaust off entirely. Or a, oh. just a guard. <laughs> I like the entirely idea. <laughs> Probably gain a half a horsepower, which is like 90% of That's an increase. Yeah. <laughs> I would consider- uh, having a, a little lower, straight pipe, <laughs> better tires. Yeah, and Half. I think too, oh, like sure. if you watch videos like this, they kind of get boring over time, right? So this is what I was originally. We were thinking in Ethan's truck, but well, not his truck, but whatever truck we bring. But we were thinking, we asked Ethan if he would like to do this challenge with us, and he said absolutely not. Yeah. But what I was <laughs> thinking is we could have tires. Skid plates, yeah. like off-road knobbies, skid plates, and lower gearing. Yeah. In the back of your truck. So we yeah. have sections, like, because you yeah. know there's all these famous, like, very, like, the Devil's Gate and, like, which Cadillac actually is going to destroy and, us. Yeah. All these things, right? So our bikes improve over the course of the journey. If so, we do challenges, so, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to say this again because Dirt Every Day did something very similar to that as well. Where oh, they, no! they took, they took a bone stock truck and their production crew littered tires, suspension lift, bumpers, all this upgrades on a trail. And wow, they had to do it idea. on the trail as That's they went. A good idea. That's a good idea. Remember our first idea when we were walking around that weird little town and Cactus Jack? <sighs> we came never to talked us? about Cactus Jack. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do you even know? About Cactus Jack. There's no way he knows what about is Cactus a Cactus Jack. Jack. When we were on the eBay production, yeah, I don't even know if I, I can say I know this how to getting emotional. Man. <laughs> I, know, I know how to start the story and then I'll let you finish the story. Okay, you go ahead. So we just did the Rubicon with the Bronco. Yeah. And when we were done, Ethan was pretty upset that we didn't actually get to do very much. No. So on the road, on the way back, he let her rip. <laughs> no cameras, no nothing. Dark, 
headlights up like this with yeah. the flex yeah. of the Bronco. The Tacoma does the same thing. Mock, <laughs> not mock chicken, mock very fast chicken. Well, mock chicken is very fast. Oh. Um, like it is, it is. I it was is thinking speed. mock chicken meant fast for a Chang Lee. <laughs> it, it, it was fast for a Chang Lee, but no, mock chicken just means fast. Oh, oh. so we were going mock chicken, yes. headlights looking at the sky, flying down these roads. I don't know what I was worried about because if we hit a deer, like it would just become like a little tiny pebble underneath a truck of that <laughs> yeah. size, but raging down the road, just letting that turbo purr. Rage. And then I, I know what you'd be worried about. That thing got built in like what? Couple of months. Yeah, that, like, yeah. I was hanging on for on dear little life. Welded together pieces. That's of metal what I mean. Like, I would property. be afraid in that thing too. Just knowing the yeah. expedited yeah. process going that thing got built, yeah. going fast. Yeah, I, I would also be terrified. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we get to the hotel. Ethan is of course unfazed by this because he has like powers. He's built a little different. <laughs> some may say. So yeah. his blood isn't even like heightened. From being in this truck going mock chicken. Mm -hmm. And then Will and I are like, I was like, I'm not sleeping tonight. And Will was like, I'm not either. What do you want to do? I was like, let's go out on the town. And Have the you town done the is a strange place. What place is that called? It is the closest town to the Rubicon. <laughs> and town is like jank hotel for people doing the Rubicon plus people making meth in their basements. Oh, nice. Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to be judgmental, but no, but we saw them. Oh yeah. We, we saw did. them making meth in their basements. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Basically. But <laughs> saw so Walter we, White there. Yeah. <laughs> so we go to a grocery store. We walked like miles to get to this grocery miles. store. We chased that cat. Remember the cat in the bushes? Man? Yeah. 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 So we go to this gas station before the store. Yeah. And this man in the speakers of the gas station is listening to an extremely inappropriate podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Very, Very inappropriate. inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> like about a man talking about experiences with like multiple partners and stuff yeah. like very, very at loud volume. too. <laughs> yeah. And Will and I were in there with our drinks. We we're like, this is really weird. And he was like, kind of like glazed. <laughs> I would say, yeah, he was glazed, and I was like, I don't know if I want to buy my juice from this man. <laughs> and Mo was like, Let's go, please. <laughs> so we put him back in the fridge, and then we walked more miles to get to the grocery store. Yeah, we walked so far to get to that grocery store, and we got there, and it was open, but no one was like there or in the parking lot or like working there at all. Yep, it's very weird. It's yeah, like this ghost town, uh -huh. and it's like it's the only like. Community by the yeah, Rubicon. it's like a ghost yeah. town of big box stores. I would assume that'd be like Moab, where their grocery store is freaking hacked no, all the time. No. It is not like Empty. that. Huh. And we were very late in the season too. Like maybe it's more happening. That might have something to do with like it Moab is like so close to the actual thing. Yeah, and there's so much to do there. It's like a thriving metropolis. Yeah, this was like jank. Have you been to Moab in like August though? No, I was there in August last year. And it was like an absolute ghost town. That sounds was, awesome. Yes. And okay. It was like 55 degrees Celsius, like the whole like couple oh. days I was there, which I don't know if Will knows what that means, <laughs> but it was hot, dude. Cold. <laughs> 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 
I don't know what that is in Freedom Units, but it is not cool. Oh. <laughs> I'll Google it, was, it while yeah. you tell your story. But yeah, it was yeah, just deserted. It was so bizarre because every other time I've been to Moab, like the gas stations all had people at them. The grocery stores are always busy. The restaurants are always busy. The trails are packed. But here, like, you could, like, walk in anywhere and there'd be nobody because um, I guess the middle of summer is actually off-season for Moab. How hot? You wouldn't believe. What? Guess how hot that is. How hot is that? Gotta guess, man. I'm going to say 55 <laughs> probably equals like 110. 131. Yeah, dude. No. That's it, terrible. It stupid hot. I, can, like, I, I see why nobody would want to be there during the summer. <laughs> what is even that? <laughs> that is crazy. That's 55. Yeah. That's crazy. Way too that hot. Is, yeah. That's hotter than it's ever been in Sandpoint, Idaho, ever. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is insane. You got to be yeah. a lizard person uh, to live uh, in that uh, yeah, town. Yeah, exactly. I can see why no one would be there in the middle of summer because it's so scorching hot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Something very strange happened in that grocery store. Yeah. Do you want me to yeah, now this refresh is, your memory yeah, oh, a little bit? This is where the do, meth came want, in. Oh, no, no. This is where the long road people came from. Do you remember the long road people? All your rejoicing. Where we said, we asked the only person in this entire store when we were getting our product to make it back to the place we were staying. And um, it was a cashier. And she, we asked her. We're like, you mean our microwave mac and cheese? I was going to say, when you get our product, would you buy some meth from somebody no, there? No, no. no. We, we bought, what is the we bought a brick of frozen mac and cheese, like three yeah. boxes. Giant brick of frozen mac and cheese and some grape juice. And we're at, we're at the cash register and we're like, is there anything fun to do around in this town? And she's like, well, there is the South Road that goes down about three miles, and just watch out because don't look at the people who live on the like left side of this <laughs> road. Because she was telling us that this road goes forever, mm -hmm. and she was like, about three miles down this road, there's these people, and if you look at them, you yeah. might just never come back. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> and that is what you do in that town. Yeah. It's like a fun thing to and do. And then three other people in the grocery store. I thought we were on a practical prank <laughs> yeah, reality yeah. thing. Three other people were like, said the same story. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, I would never go That down totally that sounds like somebody's messing with you. No, it was not a mess. It was not a joke. No, I thought it was a joke. These people were very these serious. These people were old and very real. And then we even saw saying. this girl was like, rolling out the newspaper and she was like, Oh, there's another article on whatever road. Yeah. And we were like, but it's like everyone in the store was talking about the same thing. And then yeah. when we asked this other guy who showed up in the, the gas station, a different gas station, he was just refilling the pumps. He was like, Oh yeah, you guys should go down this road. It's way better <laughs> yeah. than the Rubicon. <laughs> yeah. It was all based around this one road. Yeah. It was because the town is in a T. So uh -huh. Rubicon, yeah, over here. <clears throat> town, long road, yeah, mm -hmm. long road people. Oh, did you investigate? No, no, oh. we didn't go there. We were the wiser. We found a poster for a lost cat. Well, yeah, and we took a picture of the number. When we go back to the Rubicon, we should investigate. 
I uh, will show you this situation. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we might even see Cactus Jack again. Yeah, I think we will. Because yes. we found the poster for the, because we were so desperate. We were like, we want to do something. It was like yeah. three in the morning and we were bummed the that there was nothing to do in this town. We were so hyped because of Ethan's driving, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like, she, let's yeah. go. We get this energy spike mm-hmm. and like, once I go, she, like, Edwin has to match it. We you feed know? each other. I, I have noticed this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a real. You guys like add to each other's stokedness. Yes. Yeah, it's a very uh, true uh-huh. thing. That sounds accurate. So we had to find something to do. We yeah. found this poster for a lost cat. And yeah. we're like, that is it. Tonight, we we're find that cat. We find the cat. It's probably on the road. So we went rummaging <laughs> through Ooh. these weird streets in this small town. <laughs> we're literally climbing through bushes going here. Climbing kitty, through kitty. cactuses. Yeah, cactuses. May I ask? It's California. Large cactuses. Are you mm-hmm. sure there was no product involved here? No. No. No, there was no product. <laughs> no product. We were we, we had, had our, our frozen mac and cheese <laughs> on our grapefruit juice and we were looking for this cat. Yep. And then we kind of gave up like right before the sun came out. And we're like, all right, let's go back to the hotel. Like and it started like lighting the world, you know, when the sun comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Lighting the world. Yeah, like, you know. Like, like the, the sun does. It's like turning on the light in your bathroom in the morning when yeah. the dimmer's down. It's like, okay, the sun's starting to come up. You're starting to see things. Yeah. We get back to the hotel parking lot, and we see none other than the exact cat in the lost cat picture. Wow. We found it. Did you bring it home? Didn't we call the person? <laughs> so we... We oh, chased no. it going here, kitty, kitty. And then we tried to like get on either side and block it off. And like following the cat through this town <laughs> led us to this closed Mexican restaurant <sighs> with all these cactuses. And the cat ran up behind this man yeah. who will forever be known <laughs> as Cactus Jack. Because I thought we were like very sleep deprived at this point. Like, you know, when you haven't slept in like three days and like yeah. you just start hallucinating and it's time to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. So this man was like posing like a cactus like this. Yeah, like with his hood up. Like I have a picture on my phone of Will doing it in our hotel that night. But it's like this. Kind of like a yoga pose. Like this. And he's like doing chants. Like (laughs) cursing the cat or something. And the cat is like standing behind him like. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And I whisper to Will, I'm like, Will. Do you see that? And he was like, let's go right now. And we're like in this little like crafty cactus like place. Yeah. In front of a Mexican restaurant, they have a cactus garden. We follow the cat into the cactus garden. And this man kind of looks like a cactus. So we don't see him at first. And he's wearing like a green hoodie. Yeah. Like a cactus. (laughs) And he's just standing there like this. And the cat goes behind him. And we like look up and he's just like. Yeah. And we're like, what is this? And we're like standing there, like standing off against him. And we just turned around and like booked it out of there. Because yeah, I was going to talk to him. I was feeling social. I'm like, we finally found someone else to talk to. Yeah, and and I, I was him. like, let's go right now. And I was like, this is the first time I've heard Will be serious about anything. I've thus heard him be serious about a few things since then. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah, that was Cactus Jack. So yeah, would you do that with us? Yeah. 
Yeah, great. nice. You would? Yeah. Let's do this, man. <laughs> oh, I was all, I'll put it in in the middle of the table. I think uh, one, two, three swindle machines on the Rubicon. All right. Your headphones just disconnected, man. <laughs> oh, no. Plug them in. This is the most anticlimactic thing that we've oh, ever done. Okay, I'm back in the zone. <laughs> that just window machines on the Rubicon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All in. One, One two, two, three. Swindle machines on the Rubicon. Whatever it ends up being, I'm not too concerned. Now we're all in this together. Yeah. Nice. So what I'm thinking is, logistically, okay. like, obviously camera equipment and stuff we'll yeah. put in your truck. We'll each have a GoPro on our helmet with a lav mic inside of our helmet. Yeah. So we're talking amongst each other. But then I also think we should have a radio yeah. that is recording. Yeah. So that if you're saying, hey guys, you got a steep hill coming up, uh, make sure you keep your speed. Yeah. So that way it's like all in the video. It feels like kind of like, a, you know, those Antarctic documentaries Yeah. where it's like the you're the like commander of the expedition mm -hmm. and we are the guinea pigs getting swindled on little motorcycles out of no business doing the most dangerous off-roading road like in the country. Yeah. Great. Okay. Sweet. Nice. We got someone on board. And then finally. you could kind of go ahead, fly the drone. Yeah. And then when we get closer to you, like you could park at like the main things and like film us going over the things, wouldn't it just be the best, most fun thing to do ever? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be really cool. And those little groms just sing a soul in my heart. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I think you mix the words around, man. <laughs> sing a soul in your heart? <laughs> yeah, it's like whenever I get passed by a little grom or I see him on the highway, yeah. just like, ying, 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 just ying, sings ying, a ying, soul ying, in ying. your heart. Yep, sings a soul in my heart. Dang. Yeah. And then we'll go to this little town, stay in this hotel, and we'll go looking for cats, and things will happen. Yeah, we're going to see Cactus Jack. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we will. If you see Cactus Jack again, will you talk to him? Me, no. I think he was Absolutely on a different not. spiritual realm than we could have, like, associated with him. Yeah, it was not our time. Did, did you look back when you left to make sure he was still there? Did no. just evaporate? Well, we ended up like running away and then we fell asleep and then we left and Ethan left his jacket in the hotel. And that's basically the end of the story. Yeah. But Ethan didn't believe us at all. Yeah. He oh, didn't. Ethan wasn't here for any of this. No, no. Do you believe us? Do you believe us? Uh, yeah. It sounds nice. It was like, why would we make up a story that dumb if it wasn't real? <laughs> <laughs> so Ethan wasn't there for like anything, like the stories about this road and whatever else. No, what? it was just, he just us. went to bed. We, we did so the did Rubicon. Steven. They both went to bed and we just went out on this town. They didn't even have like anything going on. It was crazy. Steven wasn't there, was he? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. On the Rubicon? He had to be. No, he wasn't. Where was he? <laughs> Probably at home chill and not worried about the eBay shenanigans. Huh? Oh, yeah, because I was like, I really want to be a part of the yeah. eBay shenanigans. Uh -huh. <laughs> I remember I pushed to get on that. And film. then remember you were like holding the camera at night, like on the way down. And you were like, I've tried everything and it's so dark. And I'm like, it's an A7S3, man. You can film the stars. Yeah. And you were like, I don't know, man. And then I like 
did it for you. Yeah, and you were like, whoa. And then you were finding your way home. With the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't night think, view. I don't think you would have been asking me that question if Steven was there. No, no, I wouldn't. I Now I know Steven wasn't there. I just didn't. Steven really. would have been swindling with yeah. us probably yeah, looking for Cactus Jack. I was like, where was Steven? Yeah. Also, this mac and cheese, even though we had this huge journey, yeah. was so brick solid, rock it frozen. Unfreeze. Did, did your hotel not have a microwave? Have you ever had the worst microwave ever? No. Well, picture well, the worst microwave ever. Okay. Yeah. And now picture it smaller and, and worse. And a little worse. <laughs> it took us 18 minutes <laughs> to make just the outside <laughs> of the mac and cheese. So we ate the you warm. put it on like the turbo in the Bronco. That, that would have been better. Way better. Well, the the party from Texas was already driving it home. Just put it on the, I don't know, what else are you driving? Uh, my dad's truck. <laughs> uh, probably somewhere you can warm it up. Yeah, there. yeah. We we just heated it up for like eighteen minutes. Yeah, ate the outside that was like lukewarm, yeah. and then put it back mm -hmm. in. Let it warm up a little bit more. And then at the end, it was kind of like dessert. There was like this nice permafrost in the middle. Like oh, yeah. mac and cheese. Like all the cheese like kind of clumped. Kind of a little bit. You know what's great trail food is is day-old pizza. Because you just wrap it up in tinfoil and put it on your engine while you're wheeling. Mm. And then when you're ready for we lunch. <laughs> can we do that when we do the Rubicon? Yeah, you can cook on the engine. Oh, man. my you can gosh. Cook on the I'm so excited about this <laughs> I, now. You, I knew that you'd be down. I didn't know that you would be this Easily yeah, you're talked so into it. Easily down. Well, of course. It when takes does the trail so open? much time and effort to get Ethan down with some of our bad <laughs> ideas. So that's well, this one he just wouldn't do. Yeah, unfortunately. He'll probably want to go now, knowing that you're going. He'll be like, I'll <laughs> yeah. come. Yeah, because he'd he be can in ride it. in the taco. He'd be in it. <laughs> if he doesn't want to go wheeling. on the Groms. Yeah, you know or we can fix the, actually get the crunchy taco going again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's like? I think really funny. Is we've been doing like off-road YouTube for like five years full time. Yeah. And we still don't have anything that could do the Rubicon actually. <laughs> <laughs> like Mini Cooper, straight to yeah, jail. The Mini Cooper is straight to <laughs> yeah. jail. Nothing yeah. we have can do the Rubicon no. except for Ethan's stock dirt bike. But Taco can do it if you fix it. You think? I know. That or could it become it. part of the Rubicon? <laughs> Isn't Taco it like extremely challenging though? But it, it, yeah, it is extremely challenging and it's not like, um, Moab or a lot of other trails where it's like, you got an obstacle and then you got a couple miles of trail and then yeah, you got an obstacle, it's obstacle, 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 yeah, which is why it's thing. good for a Grom adventure movie. Yeah. But the crunchy taco has never lasted more than a couple hours at one time. It can do it. I believe. <laughs> I'm telling Maybe you, we should do we three just, episodes while we're there. We we'll stay in this town to for like a month. Up. We just need to fix up the taco. We can do it. <laughs> okay. We should fix up the taco. And what do you think? Solid axle, big think, old spoolie boy out yeah, the hood. Yeah. I, think, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. that might not make it reliable enough oh, for the Rubicon. No. But, but it would a, make it, it YouTubeable. Yeah. It'd make it a little faster, yeah. too. Like, you guys have the diffs that came out of that Bronco, and I think me and Ethan have talked about how they'd be perfect for the taco because they're a uh, driver's side drop. Oh, we accidentally sold those. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we, we, well, needed, we, some cash. Well, we needed some cash well, when we sold those. We'll find some other diffs. Actually, the rear is fine. You just need a front diff. Okay. But, I, and then, like I said, uh, Will's going to have experience here with Four Link, and I can even come up for a week or so. Yeah. And, like, just Imagine you guys build that driving team. the taco on Will's creation, Four Link. <laughs> I'd rather do the Chang Link. <laughs> so, if we, 
I didn't realize it took four days. I was thinking two. Is that possible? On dirt bikes? Well, <laughs> dirt bikes. Groms, maybe we should give ourselves like 10 days. <laughs> yeah. Really? I don't want to cheat at all. That Grom goes. Yeah. And I think he can do it. Will and I, we got so excited. That's another thing we did. When we got back and we were waiting for the mac and cheese in the microwave, we started an Excel spreadsheet on the budget to make this happen. Yeah. We were like, all right, we need two groms, six grand. But Dang the, it, we're over budget. But the original, remember the original yes. idea to drive the groms there? Yeah. From... So, here. From Idaho to Northern California. So what I'm reading, yeah, a lot of these guys are saying like two days, but you know, when you're thinking of like the filming. whole filming side of it, yeah. and I think that's where I'm getting my day count from is because people I'm watching are doing it or filming the whole thing. Yeah. And that adds so much time just filming it, right? So I yeah. think you need to add an, another day or two just, yeah. just I would for say that. four days was gross. Yeah. 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 This is <laughs> probably the best question to ask you or you are the best person for this question. Um. I struggle when I'm editing like the Moab videos. Yeah. Wheeling content since it happens slowly. Yeah. Is so much harder to edit. How do you tell these stories in an interesting way, even though like because it is cool and it is challenging. If, like how do you make it seem cool and challenging? It's so hard. So I don't personally know how to do this either. Like it is very hard to tell an engaging story. Like shop stuff is easy because I'm, I'm physically showing what I'm doing and telling or talking about it and t telling the story of how I'm doing certain things. And you kind of have constant suspense. Yeah, what like, is it going to look like where, when it's done on the trail? Like a lot of people I know that are in the four by four scene, they just over dramaticize it with like super dramatic music yeah, and like that almost super, makes it worse. I, I know. And it's not really the style I like to follow because it's so generic, I guess. Like everyone mm -hmm. seems to do it like over the top droning. Like, it's yeah. raining. We might slip. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I've got friends that are into that do those kind of videos and they're very successful at it. Yeah. Like it does work really well. And there is an audience for that, uh, that kind of content. It's just not, to me, it's not the kind I want to make because it's, yeah. it's not that entertaining. Yours is very so, authentic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't fly a drone very much because it's hard to drive while droning. Yeah. And, and drones my wife really refuses bad. to drive my trucks. So, oh, because <laughs> especially if she wheeling. Them yeah. Up or something. So oh. I, I rarely fly drones because it says it's just me. And the, it works best for us because um, my wife will get out when she's scared. So she'll just grab the camera. Oh, oh, nice. Like, oh, so you film if, if you're scared, good if film. you're too scared to ride, yeah, that means it's a good time to film. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good rule. Yeah. That's a good time. What do you, is there like a name for that rule? Like the Sam outside rule? No, no, I don't think we put a oh. name to it. It's oh. just, yeah, she gets scared. She films. Wow. <laughs> you know, mock chicken, but you don't have a rule for that. No, we don't, we don't wow. think we've come wow. up. With a, I bet Will could make up a name for that. Like, yeah, I'm going to think seconds. on that a yeah. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so you were, describing how it's hard to film. Yeah. Basically. So especially cause my pickup, because it's got creeper gears. Um, so it's designed to go extremely slow up things and super controlled and super capable, but that is so boring 
on film. Yeah, like it doesn't yeah. translate the camera good at all. And it you can't show the like gray. No, you can't. Well. So you can't. It doesn't show. Yeah, the camera doesn't show how steep yeah. things are, or how big the rocks are that we're going over. And another hard part is once you've seen it do something hard. Yeah. If it does another hard thing after that, like it isn't increasing the no. stakes. And like the only way to make off roading look cool on camera is to go really fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and that's when you break, that break everything. Yeah. Everything. yeah. And it's exa- very expensive. Exactly. So yeah, it, it, the, the filming wheeling is just, yeah, it's, it's a tricky subject. Uh, snow wheeling is a kind of a different story because ever, like people seem to just love you plowing walls of snow and just seeing. And not everyone lives in a place where they get to do true. that. Yeah, that's true. But it, like it, a lot of people are interested in doing it that can't. Yeah. Which is kind of the recipe for a good YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, um, yeah. Most of my viewers are not even in Canada. Like I think six or 7% are Canadian. Snow wheeling is like fun. 80% is USA. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. It's good because that's where the good, uh, the ad rates are. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is, is Canada that much lower? Yeah. Yeah. Americans really? just buy stuff. We're yeah. consumerist scum. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We're the best ad rates. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's why there's like, there's all these channels now that with AI, they can like make good content in their home language, but with the AI voiceover tools, they're making it it. in English and then boom, now they're making enough money for it to be their job where before they weren't. And it's Mm -hmm. really cool. It's like the final nail in the coffin for the democratization of content is like AI voiceovers basically. I mean, if my money smelled like maple syrup, I probably wouldn't spend it as fast either. Isn't <laughs> YouTube themselves like investing in that too? Like yeah. auto translating people's videos and like doing yeah. AI voiceovers. We are on the waiting list for that feature. That's so crazy. It's going to roll it out to the mm-hmm. bigger channels. So it gives you guys feedback. such big Mr. Beast potentially. Right well, he oh, does Mr. It for Beast real. does his own. Yeah. He hires somebody to, to no, or companies to actually he has use Goku stuff. and Spider-Man. Didn't, didn't you guys do that for Spanish or something? Or yeah, there's a whole story there we'll <laughs> tell in a, a future podcast. What? Yeah, what happened to that? We got to do it in a future podcast, but Ethan did end up being a celebrity, and then the contract got messed up, what? and it is very intense. I'll tell you. I liked my voice. Right, we'll, talk, nice. we'll talk about it in the next podcast, okay. but there's a good reason why that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> But it is going to happen. Oh, now I'm curious. Man. I know it's going to eke you, but now you have to do wise no. words with Will so we can call it. And I can't think of wise words when I'm eked like this, man. <laughs> uh, honestly, if I was going to create a wise word right now in my uh, state of eked, I would say, um, let's think about this for a second. Wow, this one's taking longer than the last few. Yeah, because I've been podcast monstering right now. <laughs> I'm putting out so much wise words. Oh, that's great. I got it. Okay. All right. We're all like teapots. We only have so much wisdom to share. Mm-hmm. Don't share it all in one day. That's a wise word. That's a wise word with Will. That's the Set and Bent podcast. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. And check out Clinton on YouTube, Dirt Garage.